Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to yet another awesome, inspiring podcast episode. Today, we have a very special featured guest. She is an amazing daughter of the Most High God, a, a woman of excellence, a spiritual mom, an inspiration, a pastor, a published author of her newest book and journal and devotional, Leaders and Leadership, and she is the director of her own nonprofit organization, Leadership Ministries. Please welcome none other than Aisha B. Sharp. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Definitely. So you've done a lot and accomplished a lot. I've I've seen. So would you mind sharing um, with the listening audience um, when did you sense when when did you first sense God's calling on your life? Oh, we um, what really kind of when I was little, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I knew that um, I had a relationship with God because I would tell my grandmother certain things Um when I would visit her, different encounters that I had. And um, at the age of five, I decided I needed to be baptized. And so at a real young age, I knew that there was something that I had to do with God. Hmm. Wow, that's, that's awesome. You know, there's plenty of examples in the Bible where God called people when, um, you know, even at a even at a young age. And so, would you mind sharing um, who are some of the leaders who have impacted your life? Um, my first leaders in my life, and and I think this is for everyone, is my parents. Um, mm-hmm. They impacted my life. They were always a positive influence in my life. My grandparents. My grandfather was a pastor. And my grandmother, of course, um, first lady of the church, Sunday school teacher, choir director. And, you know, she had a great influence in my life when it came to the word of God, because she was the one that, you know, uh, taught me how to pray and would have Bible studies with me when I would visit her in the summertime. And I spent a lot of time with her uh, when I would visit. And then as I got older, there were pastors, my godparents, um, Elder Walter Smith and Hattie Smith, they had Evangelist Crusaders Church when we left Milwaukee and moved to Minnesota. Um, my they, It was my mother's best friend, and they made my mom promise that she would allow us to go to church. And so they, you know, were mentors in my life. It's the church where I experienced a lot of Christ, where I saw miracles and healings and you know, got a good understanding of, you know, speaking in tongues and, you know, just great training as a child um, to understand the word of God. And then there was, uh, as I got older, um, there was past Reverend Kelly and Mrs. Kelly. And then the older I got, um, as I, you know, got married and moved away and things like that, there was Apostle Barry Cook, um, Pastor Kenneth and Connie Bivens. Um, I've had some really great mentors, you know, as I walk through this journey. And then I've had some not so great. <laughs> so, um, but the, I can say actually the good outweighs 
the negative experiences that I have had. Yeah. Wow. That is definitely awesome. You know, um, eagles should fly with other eagles, you know, so it is definitely important to have positive influences in your life. So that is awesome. And and let me say this. I do have some mentors right now. I don't want to leave them out. I have Apostle Veronica Moore and Pastor Calvin Moore, and they have been an awesome influence also when it comes to my ministry and supporting me in ministry, as well as um, Pastor Connie and Pastor Kenneth. The rep, um, some of them are already deceased, but for the presence, those have been the ones and my apostle and first lady that I sit under now at Baraka Faith Ministry, um, Apostle Glenn and Pastor Cheryl uh, Frazier. They also, so I don't want to leave anybody out because I have I have some great mentors that, you know, I'm accountable to that uh, watch out for my soul and my spirit and support me in ministry, you know, 110%. <laughs> wow, that is, that's amazing. Um, Max Lucado once said that the best choir directors turn their back from the crowd and I believe that's so important, you know, as a leader, you can't be influenced or swayed by the crowd. You've got to turn your back to the crowd. You've got to turn your ear away from the crowd and turn your ear to the one who is leading you, which which is God. Right. And so would you mind sharing um, about uh, the book? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, yeah, I have uh, and. Actually, in 2015, well, even prior to that, um, God had been dealing with me a lot about leadership. Um, I joined uh, a church when we transferred out here with the military. My husband's retired military, and I came to California by way of him being in the military. And we joined the church, and I joined the church at the time, which was Embassy Christian Center. And it was under tutelage of Pastor Barry Cook. And um, one thing I can say about uh, who is now an apostle, the, the being under that leadership, it nourished, um, enhanced what was already inside of me. And one of the things he did was able to tap into people that were called to leadership. And the fact that I was hmm. leadership, he nourished, he was able to spiritually go in and nourish what was inside of me, which made me start looking at things so much different when it came to how those that govern over me conducted themselves. And so um, in, in the journey, should I say, of writing this, admit, God started showing me things about leaders you know, my past leaders and leaders I've encountered and just different things. And so in that walk, um, something happened that was devastating. And I heard God say, you got to begin to train them. You got to begin to talk to them about how they handle themselves. And so in 2015, I wrote the book, Leaders and Leadership, What Does That Look Like? And the book did, it did well, you know, I mean, I got a lot of feedback and, and, you know, and people were receptive to it, but then God said, no, there's more to it. You need to revise it. So in 2019, well, 
2017, I started looking at the book again and re- and and trying to figure out what God, God, what do you want me to put in it? What do you want me to say? Where do you want me to go with it? So in the meantime, I added another chapter to the book. Initially, the book was 14 chapters. Now it's 15. And then God said, you need a journal. And so, and I'm thinking, okay, so what, a journal, a book with some pages, some lines on it? And he said, no, you need something to self-examine yourself. And so I wrote also, in leadership, what do you look like? It's a journal and a devotional and a self-examination. But he took me through the examination. And so as I begin to look at myself and how and how I, as a, you know, in the day, of course, I grew up being a choir director and being over youth ministry and doing different things. And God just started showing me how he instructed me and how I handled things. How did I feel about the way I handled things with other people compared to how other people handle things with me as my leaders. And so this mm-hmm. is how the book came about. So leaders in leadership, what does that look like? It actually goes through a practical guide of what a leader really should look like and what you need to question yourself on when you're thinking about lead, being a leader. Are you somebody that someone can actually follow? Are you worthy to be followed? Are you ready? These are questions and I back them with biblical principles. So when you read the book, you don't, you know, it's just not me writing this book and telling you what you need to do or what you need to. It's also backed with biblical principles and what God is also looking for when you are leading his people. And it doesn't just flow in the church, but it's something you can also use practically in the spirit in the secular world when you're on your job. How do you treat people? Are you setting people up for success? Or are you just leading people around to do what you need them to do so that you don't have to do it? Hmm. What, who are you as a leader? And so the the journal, um, and you have to ask to answer those questions. I tell people it's an interactive journal. You got to talk to it. You can't just write your little notes in there. You got to answer. You got to see if you fit in the equation. Because don't get me wrong. Everybody's not called to lead. Some people are great followers, but they make things happen. But you need to know that. You need to know. And every joint supplies. You know, I tell everybody, there's no, I mean, there may be an ME in team, but that ME means me need a team. (laughs) There's no I in team. Me need a team. That me, that me means that. That's why it's on the end. And so I I just tell everyone, you know, you can't, we're not an island. God didn't call us to be alone. We need to have each other. And that's why it has it in scripture that every joint supplies. So this is what that book came out of watching that even in the secular world, just dealing with customer service and things like, and you see how the customer service reps respond to you. And then I think about their team leader. You are a representation of your team leader. And so if your service is poor, your team leader is poor. If you're successful, Mm. your team leader is successful. Leadership is, I say 95% of good, you know, it's 95% of what everyone needs in order to be successful. And the other 5%, you know, you always going to have some that don't make it in. <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah. 
That is awesome. That is so true. So where can um, it be purchased? Well, I'm happy to say that it can be purchased on Amazon. And if you type in um, my first name and my last name without my initial, they come up together for some reason and set up like that. Or if you want signed copies, you can go to my website, which is Minister I B Sharp, which is the initials for my name and then my last name. And it's ministeribsharp.com. And on there, there's a button at the bottom that you can do a bundle or you can just order the book or the journal, which I suggest getting both because when you read the book and work through the journal, it just kind of makes sense. And so, yeah. but if you want, again, if you want signed copies, you can go to my website and get those at ministeribsharp.com. Or you can go to Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, you get free shipping. And if you get it from Amazon, I just ask that after you read it, you write a review. Amen. Definitely. Definitely appreciate that. So now you've been blessed with a nonprofit um, organization, Lead Your Ship Ministries. Um, can you share about that? Well, what happened um, along with the book, you know, it was there's an urgency that has been in my spirit about training leadership. And, you know, I look right now where we have failed in the church in some areas because of just not having the right training in leadership. I grew up in church. They threw us into stuff. You know, you can sing, okay, you gonna do this. <laughs> you, you can read good. Okay, we don't have you teach the kids. And, and you know, that that worked then. But you know, as, as you progress, you have to grow. And if you gotta go to college to learn how to, um, be an engineer why you figure you don't have to learn how to be a leader you know and so Come on, i started yeah. the nonprofit in order to be able to go in to schools um go into churches work with the young people we got young people getting in high school who are captains of the volleyball team or they're on the you know they're on the uh student council and that's all good and it's good when you can write a good speech but can you lead people to success do you understand how to help your peers go to the next level are you able to impart to that next person that may be the president of the student council i mean learning to organize and to facilitate and different things and what it takes leading is just not pulling people by their nose Leading is setting your people up for success. Are you able to do that? Can you work in an environment and not be jealous of the next person? Because I've mentored people and they've gone way above what I ever did. And I'm excited about that because when they look back, they say, Miss Aisha, Pastor Aisha, she did, she's the one and now they're successful. And that makes me proud. You know, I'm afraid of turning something over and seeing somebody do better than I did with it. And that's what a leader does. And so I started this nonprofit so I can so be able to eventually start getting donations where I can do workshops with young people that are in high school and junior high school, getting ready to go to college and part, you know, eventually be able to give some, 
you know, um, some um, scholarships for those that have finished the leadership courses that I'll be teaching. Um, just helping young people, young adults, old people. I don't care what age you are. I want to be able to teach these skills and I want to be able to do it without having to charge an arm and a leg. I want to be able to say, if you purchase the two books, because we're going to use these as the curriculum, you know, you can come to the conference for free and I can give out scholarships and do some good things for, you know, our community. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's, that's good. <laughs> that's good. You know, people definitely, definitely need that. So definitely appreciate you. Um, if people would like to reach out to you, I'm sorry, if there's someone listening to this who maybe is trying to fly into their purpose, who may need some help or desires to grow as a leader, what um, what advice would you give to them? I would say for anything, find courses, study people that can impart into you. Um, never stop, you know, to me, nothing beats a failure but a try. You, no matter, if it don't work, try it again. I mean, I never thought I'd be an author. I never figured myself having a nonprofit. I never even imagined myself standing behind the pulpit. I never imagined any of that. I never saw that. I never figured, you know, I never figured at one point that I would be that person. But I am that person. And when when the time came, I just stepped into it. I study, I research, I connect myself with people that know more than me. <laughs> you know, I mean, if me and the other cookie look the same way, then what can we get from each other? So I'm always looking for somebody who to connect myself with people that have done it and are constantly can impart into me. So that's what I would say. Find mentors, find people that can help you get to that next level and that aren't intimidated about helping you. That would be my suggestion. Yeah. Amen, amen. Thank you for that. If people want to reach out to you or connect with you, how can they do that? If they want to connect with the nonprofit, they can um, contact me at leadyourshipministry at yahoo.com. And that's for the nonprofit. And for those that would like to um, connect with me to come out and minister uh, for conferences um, or, you know, just need prayer or need some counseling, they can reach me through the website, um, through my website, and there's an email on my website and a contact number there. And that website again is ministeribsharp.com. Okay, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much again for coming on. Remember to the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. And the light bulb was designed to shine you know we've been called and set apart to shine so thank you for shining with the light and the love of god thank you for having me on i appreciate it brian and um i pray the 
favor of God over you and your broadcast. Thanks again. Amen. Thank you. Well, thank you everyone for tuning into another wonderful, um, awesome, inspiring episode. That was Aisha Sharp. Um, coming up in June and in an episode or two, you do not want to miss the story of a survivor, a man of God, a wet walking testimony, and the published author of Eating the Forbidden Fruit. Be sure to hear, tune in to hear the amazing story of Roland Page. Well, we hope you enjoyed your blessed by today's podcast. Feel free to leave a voice message on here, or you can email me at davidbdp35 at yahoo.com. And many people have asked how they can support this motivational podcast. So if you do desire to contribute or sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so. If you have a cash app, my cash app is the dollar sign Bri Davy. That's B R I D A V I A A A. Or if you don't have Cash App, you can just email me at David BDP35 at yahoo.com and we can definitely take care of it. As always, this is BDP Brian David Porter living in purpose, on purpose, intentionally. Until next time, you guys.